welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ask Abby. I have the wonderful Anne Kimholtz here with me. Hi, Anne. Hello, Abby. Anne and I did our body mind coaching um, training together. So she is also a fellow body mind coach. I'm very excited to have her on today. Why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, your business, all that fun stuff. Well, I'm um, a licensed massage therapist. I have been for about eight years now. And, you know, most recently, like you, a body mind coach. Um, I'm really looking to help women kind of navigate their life a little bit more and identifying the stress that's going on in their body and learning to listen to their bodies and trust themselves so they can move forward and achieve their goals and really just kind of give them that permission to take care of themselves and to put themselves first for once. Mm. Which like so many women need like that permission. Oh yeah. Like it's okay to take care of yourself. So where are you at in your business and like, what are you struggling with? What are you needing some direction and clarity around? Well, I've created a six week program, um, an online program for my clients and I am six months pregnant right now. So I'm kind of looking to prepare for my maternity leave and struggling to kind of have my marketing and have clients sign up for this program. And yeah, I'm just kind of struggling with that a little bit. Yeah. So you're six months pregnant, right? A couple of months you'll be going on maternity leave and you're trying to figure out how to offer a program to your clients that can kind of bridge that time um, that you're on maternity leave, you know, support them in the meantime, um, get people signed up for that, that program. Um, and also support you while you're on your maternity leave, make a little money, um, Mm -hmm. and kind of have something to go. You want it to be a self-study kind of course so that they can kind of take themselves through it while you are on leave. Yes. Yeah. So what would you say, well, how are you feeling about this group and how are you feeling about like having to fill it, having to market it? Like where, where are your feelings at there? Um, the, the program itself, I feel really excited about when it comes to actually marketing and bringing the clients in. I'm feeling the pressure. I'm feeling like there is the deadline. This is starting off as for, I don't know, the next round is starting on March 8th. So next week at the time of this recording. And um, that one will be a live program. And then after that, it's going all self-study. So there's, there's kind of this pressure to fill the program. There's this pressure that like there is a deadline and I'm trying to keep that, letting it flow and letting it be easy. But there's that underlying pressure that's constantly there. That's like, you got to fill this. You have to do the thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to let it be easy, but also like, okay, but I have to fill the thing. And um, exactly. Yeah. Dealing with that, like it can be very overwhelming. Um, especially like when you get down to the wire, right. Where like the program's next week and you got to get it filled and it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So who would you say is your ideal 
client or your ideal person to take this program? Like, who are you really helping through this? It's a six-week program, we said? Yes. Um, definitely helping women. Um, she's a woman that's been kind of identifying with all the, the, the fear gremlins in her head and kind of letting that rule her and the people pleaser and the woman that is constantly shooting on herself and puts everybody before herself and ends up just feeling so stressed and worn down to the point where she reaches burnout. So I want to help women before they get to that burnout point so they can kind of identify what's, what's going on in their lives before it gets to that. Yeah. So women who are um, pleasing everybody else, doing everything they should do, but not doing anything they actually want to do, like putting okay. everybody else's needs before their own, which is like, so this is also common for women in general. Um, and just on the verge of burning themselves out. Like it's um, honestly, to me, almost sounds like, like a caregiving burnout. It's like, you're, you're giving so much to everybody else, but not giving to yourself. And you're just like depleting your energy and, um, running out of any energy or joy for yourself. Yes, exactly. And so what have you tried so far to fill this program and where are your frustrations like in that? Like what's been your experience so far? Cause I know you said you've tried, tried to run this already. Um, Mm -hmm. so what was kind of the experience there? Um, I've, I've shared on social media and I have a Facebook group for a free Facebook group for women. So I've shared on there. I've shared on my personal page, both on Facebook and on Instagram in my stories and I've sent out newsletters and I'll notice sometimes I feel like I'm being too pushy. Like I'm all I'm posting about is selling this thing and it's, it feels too forced. Mm-hmm. And, and so t- yeah. typically when you've sent out, um, when you've sent out an email or you've done these posts, are you kind of like explaining the program and what's going to be in it? I do in pieces. I don't like to give away the entire program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought a good question either. I'm just curious, like what, <laughs> what are we posted in these emails? Is it a very like um, focused on like, okay, I'm doing this program and this is what it's going to be and this is when it starts? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, how would it feel to, instead of sending... Um, emails and whatever posts about the program itself to send emails and posts speaking to this woman, you know, are you constantly putting everyone else before yourself? Do you feel like you're totally lost? Like, you know, your kids and your husband and everybody else comes before you and you just feel like your own identity has become buried. Like how would it feel to really speak to that person and to the struggles that they're kind of going through? And have you tried that, it? I guess would be my follow-up question. That would feel good. I have tried that in, in some posts, but not in, not in all. And yeah, I think that's where kind of the heaviness comes from, where it's like, I, I feel like when that pressure builds up, 
I end up word vomiting to everybody <laughs> where I'm just like, somebody please just sign up for this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we have this pressure. So we're like trying to sell from a place of like desperation. Yes. And I I've been there a, th a thousand percent. You are by no means alone. Um, and I think that that energy always reads to your audience. Like I wish it didn't. It's so right. <laughs> Does. like the energy behind which actually I just posted a post on this this morning the energy behind your post is 10 times more important than the actual words that you say you know so a lot of times right. when we go to put out a post or send an email it's like how can you um like how do those people like how are your people gonna feel at the end of working with you in this program what's going on with them like um instead of coming from it of like I need to sell this because my maternity leave is three months away and I'm in a, I'm in a pressure zone rather than, um, how can I help the women on my email list? Like, you know, that there's a good amount of women on your email list who are experiencing this and who you could genuinely, truly help. Um, and so trying, I know that that's hard, but trying to come from that energy whenever you post and whenever you email, and I'm not a thousand percent on top of this all the time either, but trying to, when you're putting out a post, like how will the woman reading this feel and how do I want her to feel, you know, like you want her to feel like it is possible and it is, you, you know, it is okay to put yourself first. Like a lot of times people need that permission slip and you're the person that's going to give them that permission. And that's what you're going to do in this program. Yes. So how could you bring more of that into your messaging so that the why is what they're getting out of what you're saying more than the how and the what? Does that make sense? I think it's definitely embodying before I create and releasing that pressure, you know, doing something that Know, journaling out about this woman first. I, you know, I like to journal almost on the daily. And this was also me <laughs> a couple years ago. So even looking at old journal entries or old Facebook posts of how I used to kind of think and showing it's possible from that kind of perspective instead yeah, of this kind of sell, sell, sell. Yeah. The sell, 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 like, and that does take practice. Like it takes practice. I'm still learning. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm like a boss at it because I'm still, I'm still practicing this too and, and working on it. But I do notice that when I'm like, okay, I have this thing and it's going to be great. Like people don't really care, but when you're like, oh, are you overwhelmed? And, um, you know, do you have pressure to people please everybody else and put everything first? And do you want the confidence to put yourself first? Like, do you want to prioritize your own needs and wants and desires. Like that's the thing that people are gonna be like, yes, and I need that. They don't mm -hmm. think they need a six week coaching program, right? Like that doesn't really right. mean anything to them. So have you tried telling your story at all? Like going into your Facebook group or going onto whatever Instagram email list and um, talking about like where you used to be and where you've gotten to now? I have probably not as much as I could. You know, I think the, especially social media algorithms, like they're, <laughs> you don't always, you don't always see the post 
And then sometimes you pick up different things as you trickle it out into different posts. So that's definitely something that I could do. Is there any hesitancy around like talking about yourself and your story? Like, do you feel any like about that? There's a little bit of vulnerability there where it's just kind of, it's a little uncomfortable, but when I have posted about it, A, I've gotten great feedback. I've gotten people that relate to it. And the people that don't, they're not reading the post anyway. <laughs> yeah, which is always the case. Always the case. There's always right. people who aren't interested in what you're selling right. and that's fine or interested in what you're doing and that's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah like by, by telling your story, I mean like, okay, this is what, it used to be like for me, this is, this is how I used to live. And now I put myself first. I get the massage, even when I don't feel like I can afford it. Right. I journal every morning. I blah, 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 whatever it is that you do. Um, and these are the steps that I took to get there. And I want to help you to get there too. Yes. You know, and the power that that can hold for, um, like that's, what's going to draw people to you and your program more than just like, this program it's six weeks it has modules right like people are like what's yeah. modules? I don't know what that is I don't know what that exactly. is <laughs> I don't have any idea like I think about before I started coaching which is so funny like I I had a friend who became a coach years ago and I was like why would what's the point of that like why would anybody pay her like why would I pay you to tell me what to do I know what I want to do and like now that I do it right I so see the value in it but it took me a while to really understand like, okay, what is it that, that they're doing? And like, what is the transformation that's happening? Um, because yeah, like no one thinks they need a coach, but they do know they need to put themselves first, quit their people pleasing patterns. Right. Um, and prevent themselves from like physical and emotional energetic burnout. Yeah. How would it feel to make a game plan for this week? of um, different posts, emails, whatever kind of setup that you want to create to really um, try to get each one of those pieces of content that goes out to really fit into what we've been talking about here and really speak to the transformation, really speak to the person. Like, and if you have one person who you like have in mind, you're like, that person would be so perfect. Like speak to that person. Um, almost as if you were writing the email to that. I actually did that recently. I wrote an email to one of my clients and then at the end, I would like plan it out and send it to everybody. But I wrote it with her in mind because that's kind of how I, you know, that's the person I want to speak to and I want to really understand it. Right. So feel to do that and come up with a content plan. Does that feel overwhelming or is that like, okay, I could do that. I can handle that. That feels good. Um, there's overwhelm around, and this might be another, another coaching conversation, but um, kind of a pressure to, again, pressure to create the content and that I should always be, should <laughs> always be productive and that I'm, I should always be creating and I should always be, and if I'm not creating, if I'm not actively doing something, then I'm not being productive enough. Ooh, okay. So this is the yes. real gremlin here. <laughs> that yeah, one's been showing up a lot. Shows <laughs> up a lot for everybody. And actually, I just peeked at your chart quick, and you do have a defined root center in human design, which is our pressure center, our um, 
our pressure to do, our pressure to get things done, our pressure to knock off all the things on our to-do list. Mm -hmm. um, and you have that pressure center connected to your sacral. So that pressure is going to bump right into your energy, your life force energy. And then it connects through your spleen all the way out to your throat. So it's like, it's really driving a lot of the energy in your body. That's what we're going to say. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a driving force for a lot of the energy everywhere else. So you are probably going to feel this like, Ooh, pressure to do pressure to do all of the things. Did you also grow up in a, we work hard, we get all the stuff done household. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So some, <laughs> some conditioning on top of it. Just a little bit. Just <laughs> notice and when do you notice do you um this pressure um can you kind of like pinpoint a time that it shows up it shows up when <laughs> when i need to rest yeah it shows up and especially now being pregnant and in my third trimester um there are days like yesterday yesterday i was exhausted i barely got any sleep the night before and I was just, I had to lay on the couch like all day. And there was this little bit of me that it was just like, but you should be, you're not working on your business right now. And you should be, you have the time to be working on your business. So that's what you should be doing. And I'm just like, my body's just like, nope, <laughs> you, you just need to chill out on the couch. So, so I listened to that, but yeah, but the gremlin was yeah. there. Yes. So your business where you help people prevent burnout <laughs> And stop people pleasing and get away from stress. Like, were you working on your business, taking a nap all day? Yeah. Yeah. You were doing embodiment. You were living the work that you preach. Mm -hmm. And I feel like how cool would it have been to just show up on Facebook real quick, like take a quick picture and be like, hey, I'm taking a nap today because that's what I needed. Like I actually I'm did that. You did? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a positive response from it, from your people? I did. I did. Right. So this is what I'm talking about when it's like, okay, instead of trying to sell on your platforms instead of, instead of trying to be like, these are my programs, please buy them. Which obviously at some point you have to mention your programs, but sure. um, by showing up and saying, you know how I always tell you guys that you need to prevent work burnout and listen to your body and listen to your energy today. I'm honoring that by taking the day off, by not opening my laptop so that I can be refreshed and ready to go for tomorrow and blah, 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 whatever, you know, whatever yeah. really is relevant to you. Um, because it's through, and like, we talked about this, you have the incarnation cross, the left angle cross of education. And because it's like, it's like you're educating people on how to do it because you're doing it, you're living it. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, um, and so it would be really easy to just post that post and be like, Hey, does anybody else want to learn how they can give themselves the permission to rest when their body needs it? Does anybody want to learn more about, um, taking, you know, taking care of yourself and preventing burnout, um, by listening to your body and its needs, something like that, something along those lines. It's funny that I'm giving you all these great ideas. Cause I struggle coming up with these ideas for myself, but it's so easy for me to come up with them for other people. It's always how it goes. <laughs> Isn't it? What's up with that? <laughs> Over here, like, what am I going to post? And then I have all the great ideas for everybody else. That's the importance of coaching. It is. It is. So we get this 
pressure to do this gremlin of like, you're not being productive enough. And what would you say if, if you are able to like consciously be aware of that, what is the fear behind that? Is it like, oh, if I don't do anything, my business is never going to succeed and it's going to fail and I'm going to have to close it and I'm going to starve and have no money. And not, it's like, where is, what's the underlying fear that kind of is like ringing in your ear when you're like, you need to do, you need to do all the things. That I'll run out of money that I'll have to cut my maternity leave short and, you know, leave my baby before I'm ready to, mm-hmm. that I'll be a failure, that I made a mistake going through this whole coaching thing, even though I know, you know, realistically, that's not true. But yeah, th- those are what the gremlins are saying to me. It's like, you're, you're running out of time. You got to do this. You, you know, you're going to, you're going to fail otherwise. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're not, you're not good enough. Is like what I'm hearing in there. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, if you rest, like, then you're not the kind of person who's going to have a successful business. Like you're not the kind of person who's going to get to take the full maternity leave. It's like this feeling of like, you can only do those other things if you stay busy and stay productive. Right. Otherwise you're being lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have times where you force yourself to work or to do things like you really want to lay on the couch all day, but you're like, no, 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 I'm going to be productive. And then you do that thing where you like take eight times as long to do the thing because like you actually have no energy and you're forcing yourself. Does that ever happen to you? I'm a snail. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's where the pressure comes in. It's like, well, I'm just going to put something out there because I need to put something out there. Hmm. And do you need to put something out there all the time? No. Are people going to forget about you that you existed? (laughs) No. No. And by giving yourself that break, like you're not only doing the right thing for your energy. And like this, I talk about all the time because it's like, okay, if you were going to spend, and I, the queen of doing this and I'm a projector, so we really don't have a ton of it. I really don't have a ton of energy. So I have to be really conscious of it. And it's like, if I force myself to work on a day where the energy is not there, it will take me eight hours to do a task that if I just rested, I could probably knock out in an hour. So Mm -hmm. it's actually the least efficient thing that I've ever done. But in our brains, we've convinced ourselves like, but I'm productive, but I'm worthy. I am worthy of being a business owner and I am worthy of receiving success because is that my computer in front of, in, blah, 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 in front of my computer instead of, you know, taking the nap or watching the movie or whatever we want to do. Right. So how can you give yourself permission when you notice that pressure? Like when you notice that pressure start to rise, like, where do you feel it? Do you feel it low? Do you feel it in your body anywhere? <sighs> say I feel it in my solar plexus, but I feel it raise up and I definitely like, it ends up in my head. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when I start you know, rattling off the to-do list and you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. So kind of this like rising pressure. That's how I like felt it, but I just want to check with you first. So this like rising pressure and how can you remind yourself and remind this like physical pressure in your body that it's okay. And that doing, taking that rest day is actually the most efficient thing for your business. And Mm -hmm. 
it's actually showing like it's living the work that you want to teach. You know, you're really right. Not only doing the most efficient thing and from a productivity standpoint, but you're also showing other people, like you're giving them that permission to also take the rest day. Yeah. Which is what it's all about. Exactly. So how can you just remind yourself of that in the moment? Like what would be a good practice for you when you notice that start to rise up? Like, Oh, what would help you in that moment to calm that down and kind of bring this reminder back to yourself? I think just planting my feet on the ground. Ooh, I like that. You know, I've, I've been doing just a lot of, when I feel myself in my head, bringing myself back into the present and just kind of like, okay, my feet are on the ground. We're good. Do I really want to spend eight hours doing something that'll take me one hour to do tomorrow? <laughs> you know, I really like that. You know, you pointed that out that that actually is really helpful because that is something that I do. We all do you know, it. So just we kind of all having that, that reminder where it's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to work that way. And it does nobody any good. No. So, yeah. And like, I, and this is a topic I like love talking about, but like, I was just saying this to someone the other day of one of my clients, like when you think back thousands of years ago, like we all would have worked as a collective, right. And we all would have had our role. Someone would be like making food for the tribe and someone would be like out gathering and some people would be hunting and some people would be making deals with the community nearby, right? Like we all played this role to come together and make this like community, but things have shifted. And now there's all this stress for us to do like all of the things by our, and like, we've come to this place of like, you just have to be working all the time in order to be productive. Um, but it's, it's not real. Like that's not real. Right. Like if, if you didn't work for a couple of days, like the world wouldn't crash and fall. Like your business wouldn't go under, like, it's just this pressure that we're feeling. Um, from the way that our society works and the way that it's, it's been set up for as long as we've known it. Um, but it's really not, not reasonable. And I would think back then, like really pregnant ladies, we would have been like letting you guys chill and like rest. And, you know, you certainly wouldn't have been working right up till the day the baby was born. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Right. So, um, remembering that this, um, pressure we feel that's just, it's just it. It's just pressure. It's just external pressure that we have like internalized. And, um, you know, and it comes down to that proving, wanting to prove that I'm a good business owner. A good business owner would get her laptop out instead of napping, right? A good mom would make sure that she had this secure and not just take maternity leave unpaid. Like it's these beliefs that we've, um, kind of set in, but, none of it's really true. Like lots of business owners, like you think Jeff Bezos works every day? No, <laughs> right. the whole world. I, don't, I doubt he works every day. I bet he plays a lot of golf. <laughs> Just Probably. <saying. laughs> you know? I'm sure. So it's just something oh, yeah. in mind that it's, it's, it's a pressure we've, we've brought in and put on ourselves more than anything else. Like it's not actually real. Um, and you're not actually going to like have your business go under and you know, all that jazz. It feels good. It feels like, yeah, things just, they, they flow better when 
I take that time and, you know, to just kind of keep reminding myself of that and to post from a space of, okay, who do I want to help instead of selling my program? Yeah. I need money. Yeah. I need to yeah. sell this. Yeah. 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 That energy does read, um, on the landing end, whether you say it or not, you know, right. I think that energy does read. I've been working on this really hard before I do a post. Like I have this little embodiment exercise and like, I actually just did it right before I got on with you. It's like, I'm trying to do it before I have to do my thing so that mm -hmm. I'm like clear and aligned and grounded. Um, and can really just tap into that. The other thing I want to ask you, are you a to-do list person? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like having a to-do list? Do you find it gives you anxiety? I've, I've found they give me anxiety. It's like a newfound discovery of mine. Yeah, it definitely gives me anxiety. And there will be things that, on, that are on my to-do list that are just, it can wait. Yeah. You know, my mantra, my mantra has been like, the dishes can wait. <laughs> they don't need yeah. to get done right now. They can get done later or my husband can do them or, you yeah. know, whatever. Kind of a thing. It's like right now, it's more important for me to go for a walk, to take a nap, to work on my business, whatever it is that I'm feeling drawn to do rather than these little things that are like, you know, this, this, my productivity is my worth. So if I get these things done, then I'll be really productive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I found that lately. Like I, I haven't been doing to-do lists and I'm actually glad we're talking about this because um, I haven't really been doing to-do lists. I used to love them and I just like, haven't been, I know in my head what needs to happen. So just like, whatever. Yeah. And, um, I wrote some last week because I just had a lot going on and I was like, I just want to make sure I don't forget anything. And then I realized I was yeah. getting such bad anxiety and half the things on my list. I like, can't do like some of them were things that like, until my assistant finishes her thing, I can't actually do, or like, they're like long-term goals that like, I can't actually get. So I'm like, I'm stressing about this list when it's not even something I feasibly can, can finish or do right now. And I was noticing that pressure of like, you gotta get all the, you gotta, you gotta check all these things off. And I'm like, but I can't, yeah. I literally can't, even if I yeah. wanted to, I, there's some of the stuff I can't do. Um, and so I was curious where you stood and you're also, I think you're a quad left. Um, I don't think I've told anybody about your human design yet. So she's a five, two manifesting generator. Um, you're a quad left. Um, which means that you really like structure. So I'm opposite. I'm a quad right. All four of my arrows go right. All four of your arrows go left. You really okay. like structure. You're very like, I figured you might like to do lists because of this. Um, you guys like to have like a, a plan, a structured plan. Um, maybe you schedule your time um, or like in body mind, we do those co-working sections. Like to me, that does nothing for me, but for someone who's structured, that's like a structured, dedicated time to spend time on your business. Like, mm -hmm. um, so you might do really well, like people quad lefts often are kind of data driven. So, um, like seeing the numbers is going to make you be like, Ooh, that email did well. Like you're, you're driven by strategy and data and structure. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for someone with a quad left, if you like to do lists, it can be really beneficial to put dates like deadlines, like 
what has to happen today. Like whenever you're feeling that pressure, looking at your list and being like, okay, well, there's all these things on this list. Not all of them have to happen today. So what needs to happen today? I think you even kind of said this, what needs to happen today and what can be later Anne's problem? What can be husband's problem, right? Whoever (laughs) can wait until later. Um, And I think that's been a really powerful technique for people to just like, because not everything on your to-do list is important or time, time pressing, I guess we'll say. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Just something I wanted to toss out there. You might do well with that structure. You might do well with to-do lists. I'm finding I'm, I'm actually going, getting away from using them because it's fine. They're giving me anxiety personally, but, um, having that structure might make you feel a little bit more in control of it. It's not, I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but, um, even like when you go to maybe put out some content here, kind of thinking out, okay, I'll do an email this day an email that day. And then I'll do a couple of posts here and a couple of posts there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing I did want to ask you, do you hold back on posting often because you feel like, oh, I already, I already talked about that or, oh, I talked about that already a couple of times this week. I don't, I don't want to be annoying. Like that yes. kind of a thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I sensed that from you in the beginning and then I didn't talk about it and, and let's, because this is an important thing that holds a lot of people back. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit more about that. Like when you're going to post, but you're like, oh, well, I already, I already sent an email last week. So I don't, I don't want to be annoying. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of, um, a lot of times it is that I don't want to be annoying. I already posted about this. I already shared this in an email. Um, there's a belief around my massage clients won't be interested in coaching Mm. that they're only interested in the massages. And so if I start incorporating that and I'm, I mean, my, my whole plan is to shift my entire business. Once I'm back from my maternity leave, like if that's the case, there's an unsubscribe button and they can unsubscribe. They can, whatever. It feels like it creates space for those more ideal clients to come in. Mm. And do you think your clients in your massage therapy practice, like, have they shown interest in the coaching? Like, where do you think that belief is stemming from? Some have, I think it's, it's this kind of lack of confidence and this, it's something new. It's not massage it's it's different so you know it's not like it's a new physical model modality it's you know it's it's different <laughs> kind of a thing yeah and so you're trying yeah. a whole different thing yeah um and have you given them the chance to be interested in the coaching have you like have. even really offered it or talked about it or yeah okay I, I have in my emails when it comes to talking in person <laughs> Not so much. Um, I definitely wait for them to bring it up and say, oh, I got your email or I saw your post about this thing. Instead of actually- often where people bring it up? It's happened a couple of times. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like, I've started to kind of flex that new muscle of 
bringing using it up. my voice and bringing it up and even doing market research calls, which, you know, they told us in body mind coaching, like you need to actually talk to people. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And, like, and I noticed I do. <laughs> they don't just kind of show up and come to me. What? Um, so I've done a couple of those and I found that it really energizes me to talk about it. And it's just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, we just need to bite the bullet and open our mouths and talk and you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> you're not going to die. Yeah. And are there instances where you're like working with someone in your practice, in your massage practice, and you like, they say something where you're like, oh my God, I should yes. talk about coaching, but then, but then you don't do it. Yep. <laughs> What do you think holds you? Because I, I can feel this like totally it's on like, a personal oh, level. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think holds you back? Like, is it a fear that they're not going to be interested? Is it just like lack of confidence or somewhere in the middle? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, what if they ask me a question and I don't have the answer to it? And you know, what if they're not interested? And what if they say like, you know, okay, well, this is weird. I'm not coming back for you even for massage now. Mm. Yeah. Accept me for what I'm doing. And what if they, what if it's not enough and they go somewhere else and they don't want to work with me at all anymore. Wouldn't it be great if the pressure in your root came as pressure to talk about the thing? That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Now, only if we could read redirect that pressure to pressure you to talk more about coaching yeah, yeah let's do that <laughs> hey if you can make this work I'm on board and I want to do a follow-up so we can talk more about how you figured it out um but yeah I mean curious like when that pressure comes up you could almost be like okay I'm having the pressure to work on my business so I need to talk to one person I need to mention it to one client today um and then the other thing I wanted to ask you, so with your human design chart, we did say she's a 5-2 manifesting generator, but she's got a connection from spleen to throat. Um, do you find you're highly intuitive about what's going on with other people or maybe what they're struggling with? Is that something that comes naturally to you? Yes. Yeah, I would think so with that energetic. Um because that can be such a gift. Like when you're working with someone in your massage practice and you can just sense like there's something more to this or something that they're not telling me. Um, and that's a great, that's a great time to talk about your coaching. And I think with some people that's going to land like, Oh my God, how did she know? She, oh, that's so supportive. And with other people, there might be a little like, okay, she's, you know what I mean? Projecting on me when, um, and really ask for that. So it's like, just, just sensing, like starting the conversation and sensing if the person's open to it. Um, and if they are continuing the conversation and if they're not, like, I remember that with my massage practice, like I did a lot of like woo woo stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and some clients I talked to more about it and others, I just didn't get into it as much because they weren't open to receiving it. Like I was still doing the same hands-on work, but I just didn't talk about the woo woo side as much. Right. So um, sensing what's going on with someone is such a, that's such a powerful gift and being able to speak to that and be like, Oh, I really think that we could make some progress on that. Would you be interested in talking more about that? You know, would you be interested in getting deeper into that? How's that feel? How's, how's that sitting with you? 
Feels good. I feel it in my throat a little bit where I'm yeah, like, yeah. Huh. There's something there. There's for sure something. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but what like, the- yeah, that sounds that sounds good, but it's just like the actual saying the words and yeah. This is in your body, not so much. So what is that yeah. huh in your throat? She actually grabbed at her throat. You guys can't see, but what is, what's, <laughs> what's that trying to tell you? What's the message there? It feels just like it's, it's different. It's something that I don't normally ask, you know, <laughs> and what if they say no? What if and they I know say- the, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know it's always easier to know those things on a logical level than to actually put yourself into it. Yes. That feels more vulnerable to me than putting a post on social media about Mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's scarier to talk to the people in your massage practice than it is to just post on social media. Do you think that's why you've set this belief of like, oh, they won't be interested? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to say they're not going to be interested than to ask if they're interested, right? Like then exactly. <laughs> find out. Right. Right. So do you think that, um, that has kind of held you back from maybe getting into that further with some of your clients? Oh yeah. And how's that feel? Like knowing that, how does it feel? Or do you feel it anywhere specifically? Kind of feels defeating. Like beating myself up, like, (laughs) you did this to yourself kind of a thing. But it's also taking that ownership and just like, okay, well now that that's, you know, cats out of the bag. Now there's something to do about it. Yeah. It's like that. Um, yeah. Like you holding yourself in your comfort zone, which we all do. It's not, um, it's, you know, not new. You're definitely not alone, but holding Mm -hmm. ourselves in our comfort zone and making these beliefs because it's easier to believe the belief than it is to step out of our comfort zone, do the hard thing. Um, and start to trust in that intuition, you know, like if you, if you are feeling highly intuitive that one of your clients is struggling with something or maybe has a little bit of something going on, they're not telling you about, um, to really lean into that and trust that it's like, well, what if I get it wrong? Well, what if I upset them? What if I, right? Like it takes that Mm -hmm. level of trust. Um, and I think the only thing that helps us build the confidence there is, is by doing it. Like Laura used to say that all the time in our program, confidence doesn't come from being, it comes from doing, Um, right. So it's like those couple of times you say something to a client where they're like, Oh my God, how'd you know? That's exactly what I'm struggling with. I could use so much help on that. Like, that's going to give you the confidence to be like, Oh my God, I am intuitive. I can do the thing and I can help these people. Um, Mm -hmm. instead of not even giving them a chance to be interested in coaching because, you know, and I think it's always going to be easier to I mean, not, it's not going to feel easier to you, but like for the, on the receiving end to have you say something in person to them about coaching is going to be much more effective. I think than just reading an email, you know, think of how many emails you receive a day and you read and you're like, yeah, yeah, some program, whatever. Um, right. Where, when you in person say to them, 
oh, that sounds like you're really struggling with this. It sounds like you're really feeling like this. I have this program to help you get out of that. Oh, I, I think you could, would be excellent. I would love to help you get to here, to this, to that, um, to get out of this spot that you're stuck. Um, on a, when you're one-on-one -on -one with someone, like they can really feel like you understand them. Like you can support them, which you can. Yeah. And you're capable yeah. of as long as you trust that your intuition and your instincts on that are right or are somewhat right, you know? Um, yeah. And like, and that's the kind of thing when you send something's going on, like, obviously like it's the same thing with us right now. Like um, it's, you know, trying to drop the hints of like what's going on without being presumptuous and giving the person the chance to correct you and be like, oh, well, it's kind of more like this. Like, yeah, you're close. That is going on, but it's, it's actually this way that I'm feeling, or it lets them open up a little bit more and get, get deeper into what's going on. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, does that help you feel a little bit more confident about speaking to people in per, per, or is there still kind of like, yes and no? <laughs> It's, it's the, the feeling in the throat has definitely settled. Yeah. Um, now it's just more like, okay, yeah, that's a little scary, but yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I know. And are there any instances where you like really got a strong intuitive hit that, um, something was going on to the client, right? That there was something deeper, something more than just the physical where you did say something and have there been any instances where you didn't say something like, and how did they go? Like, do you have specific stories on that? Not where I've actually said anything. Um, there have been times where there's been a couple of clients that have brought up like, oh, I saw your thing about, you know, your program or whatever. And so I'll try to like, you know, kind of strike up a conversation about it. And it's like, do you want to hear more about it? Do you, you know, let's have a chat kind of a thing. Um, and they'll sit there and be like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, the, the one it was, I, it was right before the holidays. So they were, I have to wait until after the holidays. You know, I have to wait until after this. I have to wait until after this. And like, there was always that, like that hurdle. And then I would just kind of, leave it at that instead of kind of digging in deeper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Like right away, I want to be like, well, when are you going to start putting yourself first? Like are you yeah. just waiting your whole life to ever, or to ever prioritize yourself. But that's exactly. Like, <laughs> but I tend to be very blunt and outright about my going. <laughs> <laughs> what you're going to you're wait forever. You've already been waiting 45 years. You're going to keep waiting. Exactly. And almost calling them out right on the thing. <clears throat> And I'm still getting the sense, like, even in that situation that you're still very focused on talking about the program and like what, what the program is instead of touching on how it can help them. Like the why, the why is like the most important right. part, right? And it's taking me probably like four or five months to really, like, I had had so many different people tell me this and coaches and everybody in under the sun, but it's really hard to actually do and implement into your business. And I'm working very hard on it. And I'm finally just starting to see a switch in how people respond to my marketing because I'm less talking about, okay, this is my offering. This is what I'm doing. I'm coaching. Here are sessions and more being more just like educating and speaking to my clients about what are the issues you're dealing with? Let's talk about it. Um, and just by, you know, answering those questions online, people are, can see, okay, that's that I need that. That's going to help me. Like I, I, right. Right. I want that transformation. Um, 
And the same goes for your client. So like, instead of saying, oh, do you want to hear more program about the program? It could be more like, oh, well, what's going on? Like, what are you struggling with? Like, let your coaching, hat, put your coaching hat on. Right. Um, and even if you're doing a little bit of coaching during a session for free mm-hmm. the first time, and then at the end, you can be like, you know, this seemed to really help you a lot. You feel a lot more clear. You feel a lot more grounded. Why don't we add body mind coaching to your next session? It's 30 minutes more. And this is the cost or do you do those, those combined sessions? I just started offering those. Yeah. Have you asked clients if they want to do them? Like, have you just, just at the end of their session been like, Oh, do you want to add body mind coaching next time? Or are you still kind of waiting for them to come to you? I'm still waiting for them to come to me. (laughs) How long are you going to wait, Anne? Damn it, Abby. Well, like they might come to you, but, um, yeah, don't be afraid to put it out there. Don't like people don't know what body mind coaching combined session means. Like they don't know what that means, you know? So right. just expecting it to sell itself is, it's not going to happen likely, you know? And, and that doesn't mean you have to like super hard used car salesman sell it. It's more just like have the, show them the power of it, give a little bit of coaching and then say, yeah, I think we could really dive deeper into this. I think this might be even the reason why your shoulder is so tight and stuck up. You're carrying the weight of your world on your shoulders. You never take a day off. You know, you're the mom extraordinaire, but you never put yourself first. Like, why don't we try body mind coaching next week? You'll still get your session, but we'll add this extra bit and it's going to be so amazing. Yeah. Who says no to that cell? Come on. Is there hesitancy? Like, as I say that, I know you're like on a logical level, like, oh yeah, that sounds great. God, I want to buy it. But yeah. Is there still a little hesitancy there around like saying the thing? A little bit. But I think it's more just kind of like if I'm getting that intuitive hit, like, yes, this is the type of client I want to work on. Hmm. It will be easier. I'm starting to weed out some non-ideal clients right now too, like in my massage practice. Yeah, because <laughs> so. some of them aren't going to be lined up for coaching and that's okay. Like that's okay. Right. Yeah. So the ones who you feel like truly are aligned and could truly benefit from your work, like, and that's the difference mm-hmm. between coming off salesy and actually offering something like if you're just like blatantly like putting it out there, like, yeah, that can feel salesy. But if you literally know that you could help this person on such a deep level to transform like their own feelings about themselves and how they, you know, how they take care of themselves and how they put themselves first and avoid burnout. Like, you know, that's the most loving thing you can do is tell them that you have the solution to that, that you can help them with that. Um, And I think as you do it and as you see the transformation, like I know for myself personally, it wasn't until I worked with a couple people and saw the transformation that they made that I started to feel really confident in what I was doing because I'm seeing where, like how it's helping these people and how it's changing their lives and how it's changing their businesses or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and that helped me to feel more confident about speaking to that because I could see it. I could right. see it right in front of me. Um, the other thing I want to ask you, are you a baby child? Are you the youngest? I am. You have such a youngest child energy. Um, you do. I was going to ask you that. And I think oftentimes young, youngest children have this thing around not speaking up, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know, did you have a lot of older siblings? Yeah, I have three older siblings. 
Yeah. See, okay. I'm a third of four. So I can like, I'm like, that's why I'm pinning it out so quickly. I, I have a little sister. So fourth of four. And she's kind of the same way because your whole life you're told no one cares. No one cares what you have to say. Like mm-hmm. you're the baby. No one cares. You can't do anything right. Um, oh, I'll just do it. You'll never do it. Right. Like all that stuff. <laughs> and we carry that. Like I yeah. picked it up. I was like, oh, I guarantee you she's a baby child. Like we carry that. And then we believe in adulthood that no one cares what we have to say, that we shouldn't even open our mouths because they're probably going to shoot us down. And what if they say no? Um, but you have important things to say, you know, and you have things that could really help people. Um, does it, yeah. How's that sitting with you? Call yeah. On your youngest <laughs> child syndrome. It's like a random question that came to my mind. It was a good question though. <laughs> I never thought of it like in in that way. But yeah. Yeah, like does that resonate with you having older totally. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's a huge for youngest children, that's huge all the time. Is that like because there does seem to be some communication throat chakra stuff going on with you, some like mm-hmm. um a little scared to speak your truth, a little hesitant to put yourself out there um and be yes. vulnerable and um you know, have someone maybe say no. And I, I think that's especially common when we have older siblings mm-hmm. and when we have that kind of dynamic growing up. Oh yeah. So what would you say to younger Anne, if you could go back and she's like getting bullied by your older siblings and what would you tell her to like reframe that kind of structure, that belief? Part of me wants to say, punch your brother in the face. Yeah. That's what I would say. <laughs> right. I would be like, F them, you know? Right. Um, I think just say, you know, you are important. You do have something to say. Your siblings tease, but that's your siblings and not everybody else in the world is going to tease you for yeah, <laughs> opening your mouth. Yeah. 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 It's that thing. Like you're safe to say what you want to say. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to say what you want. And actually the object you are probably someone who has stuff to say, like who has a lot to say and um, can really speak from this intuition, can really speak from even your energy. You've got the connection from your sacral to your root right through. Like you've got a lot of energy headed to the throat. So you mm-hmm. definitely have the energetics to like get that out. Um, and being a Manny Gen, especially, you guys have a lot of energy and it's very like, ding, 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 ding. so holding back on that, they, it can feel like it's like putting a lightning bolt in a bottle. You know, it's like all this energy that wants to be expressed. That's not getting expressed. Um, yeah. I don't know if you ever feel that way, like ding, 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 kicking around in mm-hmm. there. Oh, very like Tasmanian devil. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would totally check out with the way your chart is set up is like, you've got all this energy. And if you kind of have this conditioning around like not being able to speak up or like, no one's going to care what you think we can kind of, you know, shove all that down. And now you've just got all this energy, like ding, ding, ding. it just wants to come out. And then sometimes what happens is like, when you finally let it come out, it's just like word vomit. And then, and then you might feel pushy or say, it's like, you're dumping it all out at once. Right. Instead of Mm -hmm. um, really getting aligned with this and trying to speak from that place all the time Um, or not like all seconds of all day, but like allowing that to kind of lead and let you come forward. I think of a good practice for you could be anything that like gets energy out, like screaming or singing or like really anything where you can like move energy out of the body. Do you have any sort of practices like that? Um, 
nothing that's vocal really it doesn't need to be vocal if you have in mind what were you thinking i do practice um an energy medicine technique that's just like you know a body movement type of thing and you know a lot of times um just putting on music mm. is like that's that's my go-to that's dancing do you dance when you put a little bit yeah yeah when i'm home alone <laughs> right it's the same thing it's like getting that energy out yeah hold like oh no like no one wants to see you dance no one wants to hear what you have to say but uh-huh. it down and it's yeah. like letting yourself express that um and maybe trying that before you post or before you talk to someone like if you mm-hmm. know that you have a really aligned client that you think you want to bring it up today um get some energy out right get in the mode get that um kind of get that energy moving and clear. So when you show up, you can be like, all right, I've got this. I'm going to speak for my intuition. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to say what I got to say and whatever, if it lands with them. Right. The worst they say is like, no, I'm not that interested. I don't want to add the body mind coaching to my session. Right. Okay. Like someone's going to say yes. Um, and then as you add those sessions in, like you'll get more confident, you'll get more confident for the programs. You'll get right. All the stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. does that help that resonate? That does. That helps a lot. Kind of went off on a side tangent, but I'm glad we did. It was a great tangent. (laughs) Yeah. See, we talked about this before you said you don't want side tangents. And I was like, and side tangents are the absolute best. Like I always feel like people are so scared to go on side tangents, like on their videos, on their lives and stuff. But like, no one wants to watch you read from a script. Like, right. It's side tangents are good. They're valuable. And like, I'm sure that this will relate to a lot of other youngest children out there are going to relate to this. Um, so it's good. I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm glad that we brought it up. Yeah, me too. So what do you think? We talked about a lot of different things. We were a little all over the place today in true Manny Jen fashion. Um, <laughs> what do you think are your biggest takeaways from everything we talked about today and maybe some actions or steps that you want to take to kind of start implementing what we've learned, work through any of this stuff? What, where are you at? Um... There's a lot. I know. <laughs> the, the youngest, that youngest child thing, like definitely was like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you probably never thought about that before. No, not in that way. I was just kind of like, no, that's just how I am. But, yeah. And it's like, is it how you are or is it how you thought you were supposed to be? Are you shitting all over yourself? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we so my program's for myself. Yes. Yeah. Your program's always for yourself. That's for sure. It is. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think just letting that energy out and bringing myself back into the present when I feel myself in my head. The structure thing is kind of interesting to me because I feel like I am sometimes a little bit of a rebel when it comes to that, where I'm just kind of like, well, yeah, I'll put in my calendar all of these things that I want to do. I've tried that before, but then I'm like, I'll either jam pack it with things or I'll just not do anything on there. I'll be like, well, I don't feel like doing that right now. I want to do this instead. Which is okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all about that. Like, listen to your energy for sure. Um, yeah, there's no like hard and fast rules about human design. Like if that doesn't yeah. resonate, leave it. It's fine. Um, like typically quad lefts might do well with like strategy and structure, but 
I'm always going to prefer you listen to your energy than like force. You don't want to be forcing structure. Right. Like, right. It's got to feel good to you. Yeah. But I also think like maybe if there's a way to kind of create a loose structure. Yeah. Yeah. Like a structure that can flex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like you might find that, um, in your personal life too, like this doesn't just mean, um, you know, just in terms of your business, but like maybe when the baby comes, you'll like the structure, you'll like the routine, like bedtimes at this time, right? Like you might yes. like that where other people are going to be more like, whatever, baby sleeps, the baby sleeps. Like, um, right. so leaning into that, like that is okay. It's okay to be structured if that's what works for you. And you don't also have to stay to a rigid structure like, don't let that pressure to do force you into doing something. You know what I mean? That don't let that. Exactly. Over- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of good information there. And I think actually talking to that one person instead of trying to speak to a full audience and, you know, I definitely feel like just opening, opening my mouth and speaking is the thing that, that needs to happen. You know, it's, it's that, that fear that's coming in where it's like, that fear is my compass right now. And it's like, yes, that's the next step. You need to speak. You need to talk. Yeah. You need to talk about it for people to know yeah. what you're doing. You need to talk about it, you know? Um, yeah. and because we kind of started talking about this and then I got off on a side tangent, like remembering that, like, just because you talked about it last week, doesn't mean you can't talk about it this week. You know, like that annoying right. that we get in our head about, like people are consuming so much content. They read so many emails, they scroll through social media. So like your one, even though it feels like to you, you never shut up about it. Like no one else is noticing you as much as you think they are, exactly. um, which is a good reminder. It's not a bad thing. I don't like to say that like, oh, no one cares about you and what you're doing. It's not that. It's just that like, they have so many other things going on that you're just like this small piece. Yeah. So you can literally remind them as many, like you can say the same thing. And actually I'm finding in my marketing, it's going better to repeat myself because my, the concepts are finally landing with people because I'm talking about the same thing over and over again, instead of talking about 8,000 different things. Yes. Um, if that makes sense, it's almost like, yeah, okay. I keep talking about the same thing, but that's like what I do. Um, and people are starting to recognize me as like, oh, that's the girl who talks about those things. Right. Um, yeah. like I'll, I'll even laugh every now and then someone will say to me on, on Instagram, like, Oh, what's human design. I've never heard of it. And I'm like, I feel like I never shut up about human. De- you know what I mean? Like, I feel like <laughs> I'm so annoying, right? Like I'm in my stories all the time. I'm posting posts, but like people will say that to me who I'm like, okay, so obviously I'm not as important as I feel like I am. And so it's okay to just keep showing up, keep saying all the stuff, keep saying, again, if anyone's really finding you annoying or really doesn't want to listen to it or isn't interested, they're just going to leave your group or unfollow you, whatever. It's no big deal. You're making space for more aligned people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And start talking to those massage clients. I really think that they're going to be, you know, everywhere, do it everywhere. But like, I bet you have people in your massage practice who would be interested in this program and you just need to talk about it and you need to talk about why they need it, why it can help them. Um, more of that, why, and less of the, this is what, what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Less of the what and more of you, yeah. you know, you could say, Oh God, I used to be 
like this. And I lived like this. And then it's so crazy when I think about it now, because now I, you know, manage my energy. I don't feel bad when I take a day off. I splurge and spend money on my self-care, right? Like, and that's the stuff where people are like, oh, I want to be able to do that too and not feel guilty. You know, I want to be able mm-hmm. to do that and, and really like relate to them on the things that they're struggling with, which you will be able to relate with. It's like, you're not like faking it to sell them. Like that's literally what you've been through. That's why you want to help them is because you've been through it yourself. Um, right. So I think there's a lot of times it's like, oh, sales is icky, you know, sales. Is... But it's like, you're not trying <laughs> to trick them. You know what I mean? You're not like trying to trick them into buying something. So you're like, ha I got your money now. Like you genuinely want to help them. You genuinely will help them. And like, you've done it yourself. So, you know, you know what the journey's like, you know, what, what it's like, you know, um, even helping you guys, like I, we said that before we hit record, like with, I'm helping people so much right now with promoting themselves and confidence to show up. And that was something I struggled with so much was showing up on social media and promoting my business and promoting my offers. And I always think it's hilarious that it's what I'm coaching on because I struggled with it so much, but that oftentimes is like, I really understand where those people are. Um, and that's what makes them relate, right? They're like, oh my God, yes, that's how I feel. And I want to get to where you are right now. I want to show up on my stories and not be scared about it. Um, right. Really letting more of yourself come through and more of what you want to say come through because yeah, unlike your older siblings, people do care and people are going to want to hear more of what you have to say. Yeah. Yes. You're a badass bitch and your business is going to be... <laughs> blowing up and I can't wait for it. Ah, thank you. Yes. I'll embrace that annoying little sister. <laughs> yes. And remember too, because I have a feeling this is going to be the case for you too. Like there is this deadline with maternity leave. Like there is yes. going to be some pressure there that even if this program doesn't fill, like, even if like, I hope for you that it does, but even if you just take maternity leave off, like that's okay too. And when you get back, you can really get clear on like where you're headed, what you're doing. You'll be a mom. So you'll really be able to relate to those moms out there who aren't putting themselves first. You'll have that like firsthand. Um, so don't feel so much pressure that like this all needs to get figured out before your leave. Um, great. If it does great, if you get some people enrolled, but it's not the end of the world, the world will not literally end. If you take your full leave and don't have any money. You know what I mean? You've lived out of savings for a little bit and then you'll make more money again, right? When you get back. Um, so try not to let that pressure like get to you too much. If that, does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Well, we better wrap it up for today, but how are you feeling? I feel good. I feel, I feel like I have more direction. Hmm. And it feels better. The pressure is lifted. <laughs> Good. Yay. So yes. more direction, less pressure. That's what yes. we wanted. So why don't you tell everybody who's listening where they can find you online, your website, whatever you got. Um, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram at, at Ann Campholtz. And I also have um, at Ann Campholtz LMT. And if you want to join my free Facebook community, it is for women only. And that is called Take Up Space. Ooh, I like yes. that. Take Up Space. Yeah, more of us need to be taking up space. Absolutely. Letting that energy out. Yes. That's awesome. That's like so fitting for everything we talked about today. 
Well, it was great to have you on and it was great to catch up. I'm super excited to see how this goes for you and, um, you know, how maternity leave goes for you. If you're able to kind of get this program together, this little self-study program, I think such a great idea, a great way to support your clients while you're off, a great way to support you while you're off. Um, and I really hope it all works out for you. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the show and just all of your support. And thank you everybody who is tuning in to listen today to another episode of Ask Abby. We will see you next time.